Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. And joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Lana, what's going on, sir? Not a ton. It's uh, Tuesday, which is uh, traditionally Twitter Tuesday, which is always fun to get to interact with people because, you know, it's – it's the long, uh, dry spell for Cowboys football news. There's, there's, there's nuggets here and there, uh, so I know uh, lots of people mm-hmm. have questions on their mind. This is the time to get the questions in, to, yes. to ask your really deep-dive questions, uh, and hopefully we'll get them all answered for you. I, I almost stumbled in the intro because one of the Twitter questions was, why why don't I refer to you as our co-host on this podcast, Landon? And, uh, <laughs> it's a good question. Uh, I'm not sure. I, yeah. I guess it, yeah. I, I've always I, just I, thought of you as NFL expert, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just the uh, perpetual guest, apparently. Yeah, I'm, apparently. I'm, uh, I'm not a co-host. so Which basically uh, means you – you got to keep your performance up, right? Or you yeah, that's, 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 it's, it's, it's a carrot stick situation <laughs> just to kind of make sure that uh, uh, I continue to give good information, right? Yes. All right. All right. Let's get into the questions. Uh, first and foremost, Landon, it is so nice to just sit on Twitter today and watch every every, every everybody else's fan bases melt down because of quarterback problems, right? I saw yeah. Dolphins Twitter was just freaking out because of some interceptions that Tua threw at practice. Uh, Patriots fans are getting all upset over Cam Newton interceptions. It's nice just to be off for the rest of the summer. I, I just want to say that. Yeah, it is. I mean, especially since uh, our our long summer of discontent with, during the the DAC negotiation situation, and uh, and uh, which was preceded by our long winter of discontent because yeah. we weren't exactly sure uh, whether what was going to happen. So you know, to go through all of that and then to have it finally resolved and just get to see. A little bit yeah. of, uh, of of suffering from other teams' fan bases is, I guess, nice to, to see. Yeah. There, that's not us, at least, right? It, we'll find something else to be upset I'm about. Sure, yeah, you guys so worry. Yeah. Uh, all right. First question from at arguing underscore Cowboys: uh, Is Dan Quinn the only real reason to be optimistic about the Cowboys' defense compared to last year's defense? No, I don't think so. I, I think you know you, you've got. Randy Gregory coming in, you know, with a full off season. You've got Trayvon Diggs coming back after mm-hmm. an, uh, after a good season. Um, I, you know, I think there's been a lot of turnover at, at, at positions that needed turnover. I mean, look, I think uh, there's optimism in the in the sense that uh, you saw what you had last year and it didn't work, and the Cowboys made a real concerted effort to try to fix the defensive line and, and try to fix what was happening there. And I think that should provide some optimism that they are at least trying to overhaul it mm-hmm. and that there's some new blood there. Um, yeah. I think the Quinn is kind of the thing that we're all focusing on because it seems like that's the major, uh, you know, schematic effect that it's going to have yeah. on the defense. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately at the end of the day, as we've discussed, it's, it's more about the, the Jimmy's and Joe's and the X's and O's as they say. Nice, nice NFL and, cliche right there. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. And I think, I, I think the key thing is that, you know, they, they have had a lot of turnovers there is a lot of new new blood on this defense 
um, while, you know, kind of retaining the guys that, you know, we had interest in kind of continuing to see some, you know, obviously the DeMarcus Lawrence's, Randy Gregory, I've already mentioned some mm-hmm. of the young guys, Gallimore Hill, uh, and then guys like Donovan Wilson, who yep. uh, had a yep. you know breakout season last year, I think. People are excited to see, you know, what what the kind of year two of potentially getting more playing time would be for him. So, uh, I think there's more than just uh, Quinn uh, to be optimistic about. I just think that Quinn is kind of because he's the defensive coordinator and because he's the the headline right yeah. of all of this. Yep. That's why it's easy to kind of focus on that as the source of optimism. I think the other part of it is. <laughs> It's not going to be that hard for this team to be average on defense. And if we, we know that yeah. if they can be average, the ceiling is so high for this team, right? Like they could be a playoff team. They could be an NFC contender. So I think we're optimistic about this defense regressing back to the mean, right? Yeah. Or I, sure. I don't know, even know if regressing is the right word, but like, well, I think it, I think it is. If you talk about injury luck, you know, yeah. specifically, yeah. I just saw an article that someone had just tweeted out about PFF, PFF yep. the whale, yep. the whale thing, a war, yep. Uh, I think it's I can't remember the exact abbreviation, but it's something like war wins over replacement as is war, right? This is the yeah, abbreviation yeah. for war, and it was about the amount of war lost during a season last year uh, for, for injuries, and and the Cowboys were at the very wrong end of that scale, right next to the San Francisco 49ers. Well, so in the, they they had the second most lost wins due to injuries of any team since 2012, not just last year, right? Any team yeah. since 2012, so. I mean, a lot of that is because of Dak, but they also had a lot of injuries on defense as well, right? Between Leighton Van Der Esch and Tristan Hill and Trevon Diggs got hurt for a little bit and Anthony Brown was out. Anthony so, Brown, even though he was playing, was playing yeah, with, the, with an injury. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, we don't we don't think of him as someone that we're dying to have on the field, but just having someone like Chidobe Awuzie on the field, sure. when, you, when, you're, when you're pulling guys off the street to play cornerback would, would have been useful. So uh, there is a lot of reason to think that the Cowboys defense – Let's put it this way. I think there's a lot more reason to think that the Cowboys defense will be better than they will be the same as from last year. So oh, I would be shocked to me. Me like, honestly, I, this isn't me being an overly optimistic Cowboy fan, but like if they finish, <laughs> in, if they finish in the bottom five of defense this year, I would be shocked. Yeah, I would be too. Honestly. Like they, I mean, I, again, the talent isn't elite, but I think the benefit of going to a scheme like this is it helps you be average, right? I think yeah. I think when you talk about a cover three defense, there's a potential for really good quarterbacks to pick you apart. And I, maybe you can't get to be a top five, top 10 defense unless you have just superb talent. But I think it does help you be average. And that's, again, that is the goal for the Dallas Cowboys this year. If you can be average on defense, they will be in the playoffs. Yep. I think yeah. ultimately at the end of the day, they're just trying to slow down teams from scoring points. And, yes. and I think the, there is a ceiling for cover three base defenses, but I do, I do think there's also a very nice floor that if you have even decent talent, you should be able to at least make def, make offenses have to, you know, methodically march up and yes. down the field to score on you as opposed to taking huge chunks and scoring right away. And also back to Dan Quinn, he's a pretty good defensive coordinator. Like I know it didn't always play out that way in Atlanta, but, I think it's important to remember like his first couple of years with the Falcons, their defenses were pretty good, right? Like, especially when considering, you know, some of the lack of talent that they had on defense, they had, you know, Dan Quinn had him playing pretty well. He's a good defensive coordinator. I do think that's a lot of the reason for optimism, but the players that you mentioned specifically, the young guys, Diggs, Gallimore, Tristan Hill, 
Uh, that's another reason to be excited. Um, let's take one quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, and NHL. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon, this next question comes from Cameron. Uh, with all of these positive news reports coming out about Nation Wright's play during OTAs, if he continues to play and practice at a high level, is there an actual chance that he makes an extended appearance uh, appearance early on in the season? Yeah, I mean, if he continues to play and, and is consistently, uh, you know, making plays like he has been at the rate previous into training camp, I mean, absolutely. I, I think it becomes harder. I think it becomes more difficult, and and you know, the uh, the achievement of of doing what Nation has done so far. You know, throughout training camp is a several steps away from where he is right now. I mm -hmm. mean, I think people need to understand that consistently producing in training camp and, and showing out in training camp day in day out that is that's not an easy task. And 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 if you can do that in training camp, then yeah, I think you, especially as a third round pick, you've earned a, a, the opportunity to uh, uh, to get some playing time early on in the season. But I, I would I would caution everyone and say. Hmm. We shouldn't just, you know, kind of wave our hand and suggest that that's an easy thing to do. There's a lot of football to be played. Yeah, we kind of I, honestly, I don't want that to happen, right? Like, yeah, Nation's sake into the Cowboys. It's not to say that I think Nation's a bad player. It's just that I don't think you want Nation right on the field against Tom Brady in Week One. Let me just say that. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, I think if he does what he's doing now all the way through training camp. I, I feel much better about it, but I also think that 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 we shouldn't just assume we shouldn't just extrapolate out what he did in mini camp through training yeah. camp because again that's incredibly difficult. They're going to have to play through you know he he's going to have to go against Amari Cooper and uh, TD Lamb and, and Michael Gallup every single day, and and so if he's able to consistently produce and 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 you know make a mark on 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 the defense while facing those guys on a day in day out basis throughout training camp, then yeah. I mean, I think the, the news is, is more, yeah, absolutely. I want that guy yeah. out on, on week one because what he's done is, is quite remarkable. Uh, but I, 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 yeah, again, I wouldn't expect that. I don't think that that should be the expectation for nation, right? Because I think what we've seen from him so far, just uh, the, the, the reports out of training camp, I mean, out of uh, mini camp and, and uh, OTAs, I think that's surprising. You know, it's not it's not what we're expecting. So, yeah, is yeah. could he potentially be a much better player than we all anticipated? Absolutely. Uh, but I wouldn't say that we should go ahead and assume that just because he's had a lot of success so far. Yeah, we just we want the Cowboys kind of to ease Nation right into these games, right? Like if possible, make him the fourth or fifth corner because we know that corners typically struggle during their rookie seasons. Um, I'm excited about Nation. Ex way more excited now than I was on draft night. I remember calling you uh, the, the, after the second day of the draft, just kind of complaining about the pick. I feel much better about it now, but I, again, I hope we don't see him early on during the season. 
Um, let's go ahead and get to another question. This one from at Death Craven. And man, this is a this is a great question considering his uh, Twitter handle. Not counting Dak, which player would be the toughest to replace for four or more games if they got hurt? Oof. So basically, this is a question of where do we have the least amount of depth, right? Because my for me, it's Demarcus Lawrence. Because I was just going to say that I think so too, honestly. Because, because if you're talking about pass rushers, right, like a, yeah. proven guys who can actually affect a a, a, a pass blocking scheme, right? Mm-hmm. We're hoping a lot on Randy Gregory, uh, but but Demarcus Lawrence is the only guy who has consistently, um, yes. you know, beaten you know p- passing schemes and, and and pass blocking schemes have to uh, you know be adjusted for him, and and without Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, that makes everybody's job a whole lot more difficult. Without Lawrence, I mean, you're probably then relying on Dorrance Armstrong, Chauncey Golston, you know, third round pick and Chauncey Golston. You're just not getting a lot, you know, off the edges at all for the Scabboys team. So I think Demarcus Lawrence would be hard. I kind of think Trevon Diggs would be really hard as well because yep. you don't have any other proven outside corners, right? Like if Diggs goes down, now you are relying on probably Kelvin Joseph and Nation Wright at the same time. That could be that could be terrifying. Um, any other ones? Zach Martin always. I mean, they have a little bit more depth there, but yeah, they have just... a little bit more depth at the offensive line. So that, I, I don't know if I would necessarily count that, but uh, I, I yeah, I would say you know, maybe safety. I mean, just because they don't have a ton there in the first place. Uh, honestly, I, I think you could eat more easily cobble together safety. You can more easily cobble together yes. some of these spots. Def- uh, Demarcus Lawrence would be difficult because you'd have to kind of change the, your way of attacking. I think attacking you'd have to blitz, rushing, have to blitz right? a lot more. Yeah, right? exactly. You'd have to blitz more. You'd, you'd yeah. probably have to use lean into using Parsons more as a pass rusher. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of different things that you'd have to do to get uh, kind of to replace Demarcus Lawrence's, yes. you know, usefulness in the defense. All right. Uh, next question. This one comes from JJ. What is the Cowboys' strongest defensive position group heading into the 2021 season? Linebacker, right? I mean, just because just just based I mean, on sheer numbers. volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I I have to say linebacker. I mean, just because. I, I mean, even if we, even if we don't know, even if it's a great unknown, I, I think you have way more answers at linebacker than any other position. That one's close for me because I think you can make an argument that defensive end is actually better, right? Because you know, which is ironic from. because we just talked about I know. how. Like, right. yeah, but, we, but we, you're, you're assuming that everybody's healthy, right? Because yeah. Demarcus Lawrence, I still think, is a, at the very worst a top ten edge rusher in football. We all know what Randy Gregory can do. And I think you have enough depth behind those guys that they can fill in in spots, right? They can give you some valuable snaps. Who's your best linebacker on this team right now? Are you? De- it's definitely the deepest spot on the team, but who's the best linebacker? Well, uh, yeah, but I, I also think that you're asking that question in a way that s- suggests that you don't have a good linebacker. Whereas I, I don't know, I, we do. Do we know I think we have a good linebacker Schro- yet? It's a Schrodinger's box, right? It's it's like you could have five great linebackers in there, or you could have five dead linebackers in there, and it, and you won't know until you open up the box, and uh, the box being training camp. I, sure. I, I think, you know. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like it, yeah. it's not easy to to easily for me to say who the best linebacker is, uh, but I don't know that that necessarily means that there isn't talent at the linebacker position. I, I I do agree with you that if we're talking about which 
starting position group do we feel the most comfort comfortable about the talent there? If I'm talking about Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence versus everyone else as the starters of their position, absolutely. Those those are the two guys, the positions that I'm the most excited to see what they do because I, I have a lot of faith that Randy Gregory is going to be a good player next year. I have a lot of faith that Demarcus Lawrence is going to continue to be Demarcus Lawrence. And I think the, the, the combination of those guys uh, could be dynamite. Uh, th- yep, absolutely. I, um, I, I think the reason I would say linebacker is because I feel like you have, you four, have a lot of talent, four Without guys yourself. who could be starters at, you yeah. know, at, 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 so I, I, I talent wise. So I think that's, there's a lot of talent there for sure. Uh, all right. Two more quick questions here. Um, this one from Austin, just one word answers, Landon. Uh, oh what cornerback on the roster do you see starting opposite of Trevon Diggs in week one? Brown. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I do think it's going to be Brown. Uh, next question. Do you anticipate the Cowboys signing a veteran cornerback before week one? I'm, I'm 50-50 on it right now. And I'm assuming you're, you're not thinking Richard Sherman, right? Like just somebody else besides Sherman? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more likely that, that it's somebody else besides Sherman. Um, yeah. But I'm not ruling him out. I mean, there's 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 a lot of ties there. It depends on. I mean, I think with Sherman, it's all about money, right? It's all about what he's willing. Well, to Well, I think fight. I don't think he's all that interested in going to a training camp either. Oh yeah. Well, I I think. I mean, uh, let me back up. I don't think any of these guys get signed for training camp. Yeah. Like no, maybe no. maybe the last week of training camp, and then they you know have to to work out to get into shape. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like I, I don't anticipate any of these vet and frankly for the Cowboys sake, right? Like I think they want the full training camp to figure out what they have, especially at the at corner. Cause they have so many young players there before they commit to signing the money to I agree. Uh, a guy like Richard. And again, going back to the rules, it may be week two. Right. It may be after the week one game that maybe you go to. And that's the unfortunate thing about playing Tom Brady week one, isn't it? Is yeah. that, well, know, hey, maybe you might you know do, if you need that, though, right? That's you yeah, might really maybe, <laughs> maybe it really drives the point home. Like, okay, Brady showed us we definitely need another quarterback. Yeah, yeah, so let's, yeah. uh, let's go sign a guy. And, and now, since it's week two, uh, his contract isn't guaranteed for the whole season. So yeah. that's why I think, you know, there's still opportunity to sign veteran uh, free agents. At, at defensive tackle, at, at free, at, at uh, cornerback, uh, at, at potentially defensive end, uh, but I think that for the Cowboys' sake, they're probably going to wait at the very least until after training camp or near the end of training camp, and yep. more even more likely after Week One when their contract isn't guaranteed for the whole season. All right, one more quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. Com. Also, I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. 
All right, two more fun questions here, Landon, to close out the show. Uh, first and foremost, this one from Jared. What is your favorite meat to barbecue on game day? My favorite meat to barbecue? Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, I know you're a California guy, so you guys probably don't do meat out there. You probably are, you're probably doing some kind of vegan thing. No, that is absolutely <laughs> not true. Uh, it is uh, chicken wings, honestly. Like, okay. I, I really love wings. Like, um, yeah, garlic and, and, and barbecue well, sauce. That and, was the next uh, question. This one from Austin. What is your favorite flavor, flavor of wings for game day? My wife makes an incredible garlic, uh, mm. garlic. I think butter. She, it, yep. it's just incredible. Butter and garlic, yep. butter, garlic uh, wings that are just amazing. And like, yeah, you're like dipping the wing back onto the plate to get the rest of the sauce. It's, uh, it's delicious to say the least. It's, I'm a, I'm a barbecue fan, right? I just honey barbecue, smokehouse barbecue, anything like that. I'm good. Um, I do have a confession to make on the show that I can guarantee you will get people upset. Oh boy, here we go. I'm, I'm a boneless barbecue or boneless wing fan whoa i mean it's just listen here's whoa. the deal if i'm eating chicken i want it to be as easy and painless and, and clean as possible because i got other things to do into the game I, i'm i gotta be typing up these fire tweets i can't have barbecue sauce all over my fingers i just i just want to remind all of y'all that i am a guest on this show i am not that your host is a boneless chicken wing eater eater so uh well, you know it's, you guys it's make your determination on this uh, however you want you know uh anyways uh back to my favorite meat to barbecue pulled pork right like you do a big that's really good big yeah, pork but because not only is it great for whatever you're making for the day, but you could like you have all the leftovers all week long to make sandwiches or nachos yep. or whatever. Uh, nachos. It's a very, very versatile meat. Uh, nope. That's a good way to, to close out the show. My last show ever here on the Lockdown Cowboys podcast <laughs> before I get canceled. So uh, I'll be your new host. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Marcus will go. be my guest. Uh. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys continue to follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Lynn at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. I cannot wait to hear about Send, all of yes. my bad. Please uh, at, tweet at Marcus underscore Mosher all your <laughs> Your takes on bones versus boneless wings, please. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, follow us on YouTube, uh, Twitter, at Locked On Cowboys. We will see you guys back here tomorrow. We're going to start our positional previews, uh, getting ready for training camp. Uh, so we'll, we will see you then.